Well, hello everybody. Thank you for tuning in today. Welcome to It's Time for More Injury Funding Podcast. Podcast for all who want to learn about legal funding and its significance in the personal injury, tracking accidents, wrongful death, civil rights, and many other types of law practice domains. I'm your host, Laura founder and CEO of More Injury Funding, the legal funding counselors with passion for law, medicine, legal funding, and hard for all suffering individuals. More Injury Funding is a sponsor, member, associate, or business partner of this podcast, Academy of Trick Accident Attorneys, Sandy Springs Bar Association, Georgia Association of Paralegals, State Bar of Georgia, and Georgia Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. In today's episode, we have a very special guest, Tom Ashenden with Ashenden and Associates, PC, based in Atlanta, Georgia. Well, let me tell you a little bit about Tom today. He was born and raised in Chicago until college. Um, one of six boys, mom was an only child and dad was a public defender. When he was five, he had a two-bedroom and one-bath home for five boys. Uh, he was nominated with several awards, including AV rated but by Martindale Hubble, Super Lawyers for 10 years in a row. He's married to Beverly, Katie is 29, and he's working for an ad agency in Chicago as an art director. Uh, law firm experiences of Tom, um, Bell and Desidario, the sole practitioner for a few years, then formed Kirk and Ashenden for eight years, then Ashenden, Flynn, and Gottlieb for seven and a half years, and it's been Ashenden and Associates uh, PC for 21 years. Tom's law partner is Gary Powell, who has been with the firm going on three years. The firm is hiring another lawyer, listen well, <laughs> who is um, expected to start in, on, in August, actually. So uh, tell me, uh, you know, a little bit more about yourself. Well, Laura, I'm so excited to be here with you. Uh, I've been uh, anticipating this and looking forward to it for, uh, for a couple of weeks now, and it's, it's, it's great to be with you. Well, today, Attorney Tom will dive deep into the topic of, of the role of medical experts in personal injury cases, personal auto cases, uh, truck collisions, uh, you know, specifically when it comes to very serious injuries and premises liability also on very serious, uh, serious injuries. At the end of this episode, we'll have a fun pop-up question for Tom. Um, so stay tuned in. You, my dear listeners, are here for a treat today with attorney Tom Ashenden. So again, uh, welcome to this episode, Tom. Thank you, Laura. Again, it's, 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 uh, it's great to be with you, and um, I'm looking forward to this. Excellent. So um, how long have you been practicing law, and always in personal injury field? Well, I started off uh, at a firm, uh, as you said in the intro, uh, Bell and Desiderio, and um, that was a general practice firm. We did everything, divorces, uh, incorporated businesses, and, uh, and we did go to court in the domestic relations cases. And then um, I was uh, asked to hang my shingle uh, by a friend, Richard Maddow, uh, in downtown Atlanta. So I, I moved from the firm in Buckhead to Atlanta and uh, shared space with some very good lawyers and uh, had my office across the hall from uh, the premier plaintiff's personal injury firm in Atlanta, Ross and Finch, which now is known as Finch McCraney. And uh, that's pretty much how I got started. That's wonderful. Well, uh, since today we'll be talking specifically about medical experts, let's start our conversation about the importance of medical um, experts in personal injury cases. 
what is their role in providing objective and specialized opinions, Tom? Well, their role is very important. Um, typically, we need to establish for the jury causation. And uh, the medical doctors are frequently asked to um, talk about what the basis of their opinion is. Um, and the, they form that opinion after doing a physical examination and lots of tests on the patient or client and uh, almost always based on the films, the x-rays, MRIs, CAT scans. Okay. All right. Um, and, and now um, I would like to go deeper into qualifications and your usual selection process. What, in your opinion, is the criteria for selecting medical experts, including their qualifications, experience, and expertise in relevant medical fields? Well, if, if, I, um, if, if I am um, compelled to select a doctor for my client, it's going to be because the client has no health insurance um, and, the doc, and, the, and the client um, is striking out with finding a doctor on her own. Mm -hmm. and, and so, therefore, um, I look for doctors who would have some uh, expertise in the part of the body that has been traumatized in the um, collision or in the fall. <clears throat> and, um, uh, and I, of course, I go, on, I go by reputation as well. Of course, absolutely. That does matter. <laughs> uh, can you discuss the importance of finding credible and unbiased experts? Well, it's very important, and there are many all throughout Atlanta and Georgia. Um, and I, I'm referring right now to treating physicians, mm -hmm. and they eventually can become experts when causation comes into question, like I was alluding to earlier. Um, however, on the defense side, um, they tend to retain doctors uh, who will testify in certain ways that they hope will uh, harm the plaintiff's case, bring into question causation. And uh, in my practice, I've routinely taken those doctors' depositions or cross-examined them at trial and uh, to show that they are biased. Um, that they do this a lot for insurance companies, and that they're, many of them uh, fall into this category. Their primary source of income is testifying. And um, so they don't carry the same credibility as a treating physician. Okay, that makes sense. Now let's move into another essential part of our discussion, that is educating the jury. Can you please explain how medical experts help educate the jury about complex medical concepts and terminology? Sure. We just um, had a case that was supposed to go to trial in July this month, mm -hmm. and we got it fully ready, and we were excited to put up the case in front of a jury, and the um, insurance company for this major commercial defendant paid our uh, finally offered so much money that we couldn't say no. But uh, in that case, we had major issues, and the medical expert was critical because um, our client had, he was in his uh, early 60s, and he had a 
he had a major history of pre-existing issues in his right knee that was damaged by the commercial vehicle in the wreck. And so our, our uh, the treating doctor, uh, who he found on his own, um, was uh, we took his deposition and we had medical illustrations drawn up that showed the pre-existing condition, what the films showed before the collision, because he was treating them and giving them injections before the collision even happened. So okay. we were in a really good position that way. And then uh, the medical illustrations showed the graphic surgery. The, uh, first there was arthroscopic surgery, which is not very major. But then when that didn't resolve the issues, uh, our client Gerald had to undergo a total knee replacement. Mm -hmm. And, and um, the doctor opined that the total knee replacement was necessitated by the collision and we had medical illustrations showing what's involved in a total knee replacement. And so what, uh, what terminology, is there a specific name for terminology that uh, medical experts use uh, during the deposition, trial, arbitration? Oh, it's the full gamut, Laura. I mean, you know, it just depends on what the diagnosis is and what uh, body parts are involved, but sure, absolutely. And, that, and, and, and I think I know where you're going, and it's a, it's a very good question because in Georgia we have a statute that allows us to um, have the doctor do a medical narrative which can be introduced as evidence mm -hmm. in state court. Okay. And um, so in that statute it requires the doctors to um, it put in parentheses, for example, the layperson's terms for whatever the uh, medical condition or procedure is. And so doctors are becoming acclimated to doing that mm -hmm. and it helps when they testify. And it, I always remind them of the importance of, you know, don't just use the medical terms, just, mm -hmm. you know, please explain in layperson's terms how uh, or what the, what the patient is going through so the jury can understand it. Okay, you explained it very well, thank you. Now, in uh, your many years of experience, what are the biggest challenges of presenting medical information in a way that is, that is easily understandable to non-medical professionals? Well, I think the, uh, Gerald's case is, is again, a, a good example of simplifying the, uh, uh, what's going on medically with a medical narrative mm -hmm. and then the deposition testimony along with the medical illustration showing the jury that this is what happened and this is why the doctor has come to the conclusion that the um, total knee replacement is causally related to the trauma caused in the collision. Okay. Now uh, let's take a closer look at assessing causation and damages. How medical experts evaluate the causal link between the accident or incident and the plaintiff's injuries? it's always going to be pretty much the same. It's going to be based on the films. Or, well, first of all, it's going to be based on the physical examination mm -hmm. of the body part that's been traumatized. It's going to be based on the films that they will take almost always in the hospital and at the doctor's office. And it's going to be based on the history of the patient. And it's going to be based on the physical examination as well. 
When you when you say films, do you mean MRI, CT scans, X-rays? All of the above. Okay. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Can you please elaborate on how medical experts um, assess the extent of damages, including physical, emotional, and financial impacts? Well, medical experts assess the extent of their patient's injuries by performing these physical examinations, and frequently um, doctors will note in the history if the, if the patient is going through emotional trauma as well. Mm -hmm. And um, as far as the uh, financial aspect of the case, that's not for the doctor. That's for an economist or a life care planner, typically. A vocational economist, an economist, or a life care planner. Okay. Now let's jump uh, now into the expert testimony and cross-examination. What is the usual process of presenting expert testimony in the court? Well, typically doctor's testimony is presented uh, by the attorney taking the doctor's video deposition for evidence. And uh, that's the usual way uh, because doctors uh, shouldn't be expected to sit in a courtroom all day and, and wait for the court, uh, for the judge or the attorney to say, okay, now it's time to call you to the witness stand. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's uh, an evidentiary deposition by video in advance of trial. Very good. And what is the role of cross-examination by opposing counsel? Can you highlight the strategies used by attorneys to challenge or discredit medical expert opinions? Absolutely. The um, pre-existing conditions of a plaintiff create hurdles for us, challenges. And we have to, we, we do have the uh, benefit of the law in Georgia being that you take your plaintiff as you find her. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's... Uh, that and um, you know the, uh, the challenges are um, to uh, get, not allow the defense medical examiner to discredit the plaintiff, and the way we can do that is by I tell my all my clients this and experts that we have to win the credibility battle, mm -hmm. and we can win the credibility credibility battle when the doctor is treating the patient. When the defense brings in an expert who um, is mainly reviewing medical records, that is not as compelling as a doctor who's looking at the body part of the patient and, uh, and has done the films himself and has come to his or her own conclusions or opinions. Okay, very good. Um, Tom, can you please tell me how do you overall help your clients achieve results they deserve? Um, do you do anything differently from other attorneys? Anything in your own unique Tom Ashenden's special signature way? Well, I have had um, people in the firm tell me that they never, um, that they don't usually see lawyers spend as much time as I do with the clients in preparing them for depositions and of course I think all of us would, would be crazy not to spend a ton of time getting ready for trial but I spend um, maybe three hours uh, two weeks before the client's deposition and then um, then early the next week um, if it's a Friday deposition I meet with the client again on Monday and we're um, we're going over all of the medical records and making sure that the client understands the tricks that we can expect the defense lawyer to, to try and uh, 
pull during the deposition. Okay. So you so you do this with every every single client. Of every yours? single client. That, we that's don't great. we don't do a deposition without spending hours and days with clients. Preparation is the key. Right. Right. <laughs> I love it. Yep. So Tom, if anyone gets injured and is looking for Ashenden and Associates PC, how can they reach you, Tom? Well, our office number is seven seven zero three nine four eight nine zero nine. And I don't hesitate to give my cell phone to my clients. It's 404-643-4556. So a text or a call on my cell is fine. And then my email is tom at ashendenlaw.com, T-O-M at A-S-H-E-N-D-E-N-L-A-W.com, or Gary at ashendenlaw.com, my partner. Okay, and do you have a website, maybe a LinkedIn profile? Both. And uh, the, the website is uh, ashendonlaw.com, and the uh, LinkedIn is just a search of my name, and you'll, you'll find me. Excellent. Uh, now, before we conclude today's episode, I have one last question for you, Tom. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. If you could have a dinner uh, party with any three people in the world, living or dead, who would you invite and why? Wow, I would have to say, Laura, that I have thought about this before because it's not the first time I've heard this question and I, I, I've seen others answer it, but I would say Thomas Jefferson, Martin Luther King Jr., and John F. Kennedy. Okay, and, and why three, these three individuals? Oh, they're just heroes to me. You know, they're, I, I admire all three of them so much. Okay. And um, and it would be especially fun to have the opportunity to have dinner and drinks with JFK. He, he was known to um, be in the East Room with three noble laureates and um, they were so impressive to him and all of the press and the people in the White House who were there uh, observing them. And he said, this is the greatest gathering of talent in this house with the possible exception, or in this room, with the possible exception of when Thomas Jefferson ate lunch by himself. I love it. That's amazing. Now, would you have them all three at once at one dinner party, or would you rather have them separately just to spend more time with each of them individually? Oh, definitely separately to spend more time with each of them, for so sure. which one would be first and which one middle, which one would be the last one? I'd probably do Martin Luther King Jr. first, and then um, uh, JFK, and then Thomas Jefferson. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> well, uh, that was attorney Tom Ashenden with Ashenden and Associates PC, ladies and gentlemen. Tom, well, thank you so much for being my very special guest on today's episode uh, at It's Time for More Injury Finding Podcast. I want to thank you all for listening uh, to our story about the role of medical experts in personal injury cases today. For more tips and tricks on legal funding and personal injury law-related topics, follow me, like, and subscribe. Also, download at More Injury Funding, and it's time for More Injury Funding uh, podcast on Amazon Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, 
Apple Podcasts, iHeart Podcast, Addict Podchaser, Deezer, Listen Notes, and uh, Player FM. Also, you can find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Pinterest, YouTube, Yelp, um, Google Business Profile, and on my website at www.moreinjuryfunding.com. More with two O's. I can't wait to see and hear you all, my dear listeners, at my next upcoming episode. Until then, uh, be well. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Laura. This was a pleasure, and I really enjoyed it. And if I may, I you, I know you're not expecting. I swear she's not expecting this. But when uh, I I talked earlier about health insurance and clients who don't have health insurance or um, know a way to find the appropriate doctor, um, I have found your company more funding, Laura more. More injury, injury funding. Injury funding to be a, a very valuable source for my firm. Thank you so much. Uh, I love helping your clients, absolutely. Anytime. Thank Thanks, you again. Sir.